tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz like, begin! Can I like it? Get away of rain. Um, if you haven't already done so, you guys, I mean, it's 2015. Get with it. Uh, please subscribe <laughs> to our channel at youtube.com slash TV or check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud because we're like podcasts too, not just videos, so you don't have to look at our pretty faces all the time. It gives you more options <laughs> yeah, to watch totally. or listen. And, you know, don't forget to leave a comment. You guys are so great about that. And we're going to talk more about kind of the amazing comments you guys leave, as well as the special gifts you have sent us in the new year. Um, so you let us know about your thoughts and opinions. Tweet us by using the hashtag uh, rain. ABTV rain. Hashtag ABTV rain. Oh, we have But you can hashtag. also hashtag rain. But yeah, we well, I always you for hashtag that. rain. Yeah. Yeah. Do both. More hashtags <laughs> better. Hashtag. Oh. Um, I mean, we. I, I love tweeting at you guys. You guys kind of like helped me during the break when I was like kind Going of. Through a nervous I breakdown. was because I missed rain so much. Yeah. Well, that I happens. missed it a lot. Um, <laughs> uh, now allow me to introduce myself. Uh, hopefully, you guys can remember us. I know it's it's only been a year, but uh, not really. <laughs> it's been like a month, right? Um, but I am your host, Keaton Markey, and you can find me on Twitter at Keaton Markey, which is really easy. Uh, and that my is. co-hosts today here are... I am back, Phil Svitek. Follow us on AfterBuzz TV. That's my... Tw- AfterBuzz TV's Twitter is my Twitter. Nice. Also very easy. There you go. Very easy. Um, I'm also back, JB Zimmerman, at JB underscore Zimmerman. Okay, so it's not too difficult. Yeah. And, and we don't have Fania. We don't have Fania, but we do have Fania's t-shirt, all of which we'll talk about. For those of you uh, listening... Um, you know, definitely check out the video. We we got some cool cool gifts that came in, which we'll talk about in the special segment. And of course, Castle Corner. So so much to look forward to. So yeah. much, but can I can I'm I say something jazzed. that I'm really excited about? First of all, you guys, Please. over the break, I believe it was just as recent as last week. We found out that Rain got renewed for season three. Whoa, That's what? right. Congrats to Boom. the cast and crew and CW and everybody. Yay! <laughs> I'm not going to celebrate because it was expected. You know, I I would like to say that I I would have expected it, but you just never know with TV these days. So I, yeah, I but didn't. rain's different. I know <laughs> rain, rain is so different. Rain is so Very special. True. I mean, CW also got their first Golden Globe. They did. Um, uh, the actress from Jane the Virgin won the Golden Globe for Best Actress. So congratulations to CW. They're they're kicking some butt right now. Yeah. They're giving us great content, great shows, and I just love rain. So, and there's some great acting tonight. So maybe maybe we'll get a, a Golden Globe in the near future for some of our favorite actors and actresses on rain. Um, so you know, c- can we give a little shout out to uh, if you guys see our T-shirts? Um, all of us. Kind We're of, starting this now. I want 
I, why I, I absolutely. Why Just, wait? You gotta tease them. You gotta tease them. <laughs> we tease. Well, they're gonna wait we for Castle Quarter is gonna be at the end. So okay. I, I can't just wear the shirt and they're all like, why are they all in black t-shirts? Because they're We're awesome not. black t-shirts. They are. And I don't know if you can see it. I'll stand up. Yeah, oh, do God. The, do <laughs> a, stepped you stepped on your own cord. <laughs> oh, it's a new year, guys. New year. Um, so Dual modeling. It says rain. And it says... Peace is fragile. So if you're a male viewer, now's the time to switch (laughs) over. In about 10 seconds, if you're a female viewer. If you're listening on the podcast, switch (laughs) to YouTube. Um, Love is the most dangerous subject, the shirt says. Then it says rain and peace is fragile. And on the back, she is Team Catherine. My dear, never give up uh, a crown to anybody. Don't pretend this is about money. You have all the money you need. You want power. You want revenge. But how could I possibly help you? I'm irreverent. Megan follows as Catherine Medici. She's my girl. She is my girl. And everybody, it was so nice. I will read the note because our our lovely fan, Samantha, who sent these t-shirts to us, she says, Keaton, Fania, JB, and Phil, I am so glad that you saw my shirt and really liked it and wanted one of your own. I had a lot of fun making these shirts for you, and it was hard work, and I did have a time limit since I made these shirts in a class at school that was almost over, but it was all worth it. I really hope that you love them, and I'm not going to lie when I say how excited I am for you to wear these on the show. Enjoy, Samantha. Samantha, we love them. I can't thank you enough. I'm not just gonna wear these on the show. I'm gonna wear these yeah, out. No, this is <laughs> legit. Like I can't believe you actually made these by hand. It's and they're all personalized, my, yeah. which is amazing. Like Vanilla says, Team Francis. That's right. Um, and has a it has a quote from um Toby. Francis from Toby. Uh, and then we got Team Royal Bros. Who, Clearly. who yeah. are joining me today? And uh, yeah, it has one from uh, Torrance and Toby, King Francis and Bash. So he's Toby, right? And I'm what? I'm bad. You're bad. I, I, I'm bad. Yeah. yeah, I have to. Well, be. Okay, I can be king. That's cool. Can I, we bleach your hair? Um, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Oh, whoa! It, it was a different time. Throwback Thursday, guys. Throwback Thursday. Just, just wait. Next, Stuff next crazy, week. By you know, the way, for anyone things. who didn't send gifts, do not feel bad. Don't that is Keen's. Keen is trying to make you feel bad for not sending gifts over the holiday, but don't feel bad. We just appreciate you watching and listening every single week and being the fans that you are. You do not need to send gifts. I am not trying to make anybody feel bad. I am just, I am, I am just literally floored because we're just such fans of Rain that it's it's hard to believe that you guys are fans enough of us to take the time to send us something, even to comment to us, just means so much to us. So I, I that is a gift to me. Everybody who comments, everybody who interacts with us on social media, we love you. Uh, and then there's one more gift I have to show. Um, and I can't wait to dig into this for next week's Castle Corner. But uh, it's a book on castles, and it's from it's from my friend Bree. And she writes, Rain Crew, saw this at the store where I work, and I immediately thought of Castle Corner. Thanks so much for the awesome after show. XOX, Brie Geraldo, I think? And then her Twitter handle, her Twitter Twitter handle, I can't speak today, is at Brie589, which is B-R-I-E 589. So, Brie, thank you so much. I, awesome. I love this book. <laughs> I love it so much. So I really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it means a lot. 
I'm off my soapbox. I will stop. We can stop talking about all of our wonderful guests and wonderful fans. Um, can I do one more exciting news shout out before we dig into the episode? I mean, we're waiting with anticipation, I mean, but if you must, one yes. more. Well, this fire, is your favorite, Kenna. Uh, right. Ke- Kenna, um, Ka- Caitlin Stassi, uh, she just launched a new website called herself.com and it's all about kind of, uh, woman empowerment. And, uh, she's been a huge, she's a huge voice for women's rights, women's, uh, just, just everything like women empowerment. And, uh, so I don't know if you guys follow the Free the Nipple campaign or anything. She was a big part of that. But her new website, herself.com, is a really beautiful website where she interviews different women and has them pose for, uh, different, uh, nude photos, and um, it's just like a, it's a very beautiful, well done uh, site that I think is very encouraging. So, um, good job. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to give her a shout out because I know she launched that last week, and I think it's really awesome uh, that these that not only are they kind of tackling really like rough subjects on the show Rain, but these people, like the actors and actresses who are part of it, are also out there in the world, kind of really using their names and. Uh, place as actors and in the public eye for, for the greater good. So, yeah. Nice. Give her a shout out. Good go. job. Way Only to took 10 minutes to get to the episode. I'm sorry. We can get to the episode now. Get away. Get away from me, Phil. <laughs> what do you guys think overall of the episode tonight? Big fan. I mean, I thought they just got right back into it and it felt so right to just be back in, in the court. Yeah, they, they they certainly knew um, exactly how they needed to pick up, and, and you know you always wonder because it's one of those things. If you if you binge watch it, you're never going to un- understand where the breaks took place, and so you want to be loyal to those fans. At the same time, you want to be loyal to the fans that watch on a regular basis, like us. And so when you come back from whatever it was, a month, you want to come back in strong. And I, I felt they did that. Um, and Why? Because Kenna was naked in the first scene? That- <laughs> no, that's not it. That's not it. You know, and it was always interesting because, like, last season, you know, for one of the things that I'm enjoying is that uh, Bash and Francis, Team Royal Bros, are together. <laughs> and yeah. unlike last season, there was that love up. triangle. And so now this season we have a different love triangle, but the implications are are sort of the same but not quite the same because, again, we're still fighting for the kingdom and, and other such things. Yeah, I thought a lot happened this episode. I was, it was a, like, I was trying to take my notes and it was a little, it, I wouldn't say it's overwhelming because I'll never be angry when they give me, when they gave me as much as they gave me this episode. Uh, but a lot of, a lot of stuff, a lot of things kind of tied up, but then a lot of, a lot of new questions kind of thrown out there and, and new things that they're going to have to tackle, which is exciting because, you know, it's, I feel like it's launching this half of the season, um, very strong. Yes, yes. No, I definitely felt like we, I mean, for this half of the season, we, I mean, there were pieces sort of leading up to what it would be about, but we are in a very new direction and it feels very clear. Like, there's so much more to come that I'm, I can't wait for the new episode. I mean, everything with um, the Vatican and everything, it's just built up. So, I mean, it sort of flirted with it before, but now it's very clear what's, sort of uh, the opposing side to everyone at court. Absolutely. So um, the first kind of topic I would like to discuss is uh, Miss Catherine. Because yes. obviously she, she's my girl. I'm on her team. team. Catherine. But she's going a little crazy. I'm not mad at her <laughs> because it means my favorite Dilf comes back, King Henry, uh, who is in some very, very um, 
kind of sensual compromising, compromising uh, situations with her. But uh, Catherine, as we see in this episode, is still trying to kill Claude. Uh, because she's listening to, I don't know if they're actual ghosts or if they're just voices in her head, and she's going a little crazy, too. Um, we I, I don't think that's quite clear yet uh, what exactly we're dealing with here. Is it really the supernatural, or is this just what is in Catherine's head? What do you I guys think? think? I think it's in, for me, it's in Catherine's head because we've dealt with this sort right. of issue before, and we were all fooled of of King Henry, you know, going uh, embodying the, the the woman, the caretaker of the baby for Francis, and so um, I don't think it's that. I think yeah. it's her consciousness. No, and I'm she has to deal with that. Piggyback on that for a second. Um, I completely agree. I mean, this show. Is a docu series after of all? Of course. So <laughs> we've said know, this time and time again. <laughs> it's it is very grounded in the reality that it takes place in. So I think that you know it, it plays with these sort of supernatural ideas, and then there's always something that is real behind it, um, which I like. I, I feel like if it got too magical and and everything, it would take away from the characters, which is sort of the main thing mm-hmm. we come to reign for. I mean, I want to, I just want Henry to hang around for a while <laughs> longer, uh, so I'm not angry that Catherine's going a little crazy, but I don't want her to kill Claude, because I think Claude is hilarious. Um, well, we, do you think she, at this point, do you think she is? Because I, I feel like the two of them have found peace in the fact that uh, King Henry and the daughters, they just, you know, they, they did, disappeared. Uh, we disappe- we're like, okay, bye, you know, um, I feel like they've found their peace. But I don't think so, because if you remember when we saw previews for the second half of the season, at the end of uh, la- or at last year's mid-season finale, we saw a lot more scenes with Catherine and Henry. So obviously... Those, if if that's just in her head, those thoughts are coming back. And well, it could be the daughter. Yeah. Well, well, it could be the daughter. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we sort of mentioned this while we were screening it. I feel like we never closed that circle. I mean, she wasn't killed when... Clarissa? Uh, yes. Crazy Clarissa. If Ania would be here, she'd be she'd be so angry you guys could not think of her name. <laughs> but but, but I, th- I think Clar- Clarissa could be it, but I also, I also think, um, you know, her in her own right because now that Catherine's come forth and said it and and you know I've I, I've shielded you from all this now you believe this and this is what your reality has become I, I think it's almost like a, uh, a, a war wi- victim where it's like oh my god you know everything that I've known is false now the truth is coming out and I'm responsible for this so even though it's it's uh, Catherine and Henry together it's through the vision of her not Catherine yeah, I don't know. I wonder if this will bring now that kind of Catherine's finally been open with Claude. I wonder if this will will mend their relationship a little bit, or if Claude is just Claude and is going to be this sassy little bitch, uh, like she is. Which you know you can't blame her. She is the daughter of Catherine, who is the sassiest of the bitches. So um, she is the queen bee. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I liked kind of seeing Kenna kind of play the motherly role again. I feel like Kenna so badly wants to be a mom. We saw it earlier um, with before the plague hit. She kind of adopted that young boy. uh, And back in season one, back in no, that wasn't. That was in season one. That was the end of season one? That was in season one. Yeah, yeah. because he, yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm getting the the darkness. Yeah, the the little boy from the darkness. And he ended up dying, which is sad. But, uh, yeah, I I think she's, she's so badly, I feel like, wants just people to like her. So, and especially when they don't like her. 
Her and Bash? I, oh I my wanted God. to get your That's thoughts talking. on her and I mean, we got a lot of Ken and Bash perfect tonight. Perfect way to start off the episode. <laughs> because right? it's one of those things where, where I, as soon as he said it, of like, first off, she's my half sister. Yeah, just hey. Just so you know, it's not incest. Number two. It, it happened, but it didn't really happen. Yeah. It happened, she and I lied, felt really bad about duped. it. She lied to me. I was, I was just hitting puberty, and really, really <laughs> just <laughs> needed <laughs> something to relieve my urges. Uh, <laughs> but here's, I mean, as, as serious as that was, I think uh, it's opening a greater door for for their argument because she she does want to be involved in his life specifically, and I've said that they're kind of distancing further and further, and the fact that he says like. This is who I am. I'm basically a murderer. Get over it. It's not going to go well with Kenna. Right. I, at the same time, though, I feel like he is being honest. Like, yes, it's, like, pretty brutally honest. But, you know, we saw how the whole Francis-Mary thing worked out when they were hiding stuff from each other. And that escalated and blew up on, on a level that was catastrophic. Well, and I think Kenneth and Bash are very similar in the fact that they like to take care of people. Like, that's kind of... That is their number one right. thing, is taking care of people and do what's best for your friends or your loved ones. And obviously that's what always kind of got Kenna in kind of a tough spot. Um, but now that she's had Bash, I feel like it's re- he's really been protecting her and kind of steering her in the right direction. And I really like them together. But, you, you know, like... They're two. They're again. They're two different people, and I think she needs to understand that. Hey, like Bash has to keep secrets from you. He's the king's brother. He's the king's right hand man. Like he's doing a lot of things that like you can't know about. And I and I've kind of it does kind of bug me that she did tell Bash about Mary. I don't think that was her place. I don't know. Mm-hmm. People are probably going to really disagree with me because obviously that's her husband. I get it, but. I, that that when when I don't know I don't Here's think the, I, Kenna, I don't feel very I, good about I, Kenna that. cannot keep a secret during pillow talk. Whereas that's why Bash is the <laughs> other way. Dude, no, story. because you know it's it's like almost like the part. There are some parts of my job I just cannot tell you. And Bash is that way. And you know, no matter what she you know, she can do whatever she wants. But it's not like she's having pillow talk with anybody else. So why is Bash like concerned about sharing his secrets with his wife? Well, I don't know if Whoa. he's concerned. It's but just, it's more like he doesn't need like. I don't think he sees a need to gossip, so to yeah. speak, or, or to share certain things. Like, and, okay. and I think he, it goes beyond Kenna in some some ways. She still represents hope. And <laughs> no, because at the end of the day, Here it is. you know, when you're dealt with all these cards, and like you know, and that's why Francis did what Francis did with Mary, and I feel like Bash is doing with Kenna is because like you're 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 you know, unfortunately, them. you're and yeah, especially yeah. in these times, and so you want to believe that you know what. The women just let them be blinded and enjoy life, and perhaps that will that that will find uh, solace in me. But that's not the truth. Being the only girl on the truth. panel tonight is. <laughs> I'm not saying it's well, no, right. I mean, I'm just saying that's what's happening. Okay. No, okay, I mean, okay. I, yeah, I agree with Phil. I think that Bash is doing it from a place where like these things he's not saying are dangerous. Like he frames someone. Like yeah. he's probably like he could die because of that. It's if Kenna knew that and told someone else, like she would be in danger. But it's kinda like what, what Francis did to Mary by like by lying to Mary, by trying to protect her, by keeping things well, from I, her. Even there's though, a slight distinction though I know, between it's a Francis king and queen, and, I agree, but Well no, just because Francis did lie deliberately. Like he hid his tracks. I don't think Bash does that in quite the same way, he may not tell or volunteer information to Kenna 
that would put her in danger. But I don't think he, if she asked him directly, you know, like we just saw, she was like, oh, you're um, uh, Claude said you guys used to be lovers hello <laughs> he could have denied that but he didn't he was just like yep like i was young get over she it she lied we were drunk and and i, and I think kind of to a certain degree she's unfortunately you know there's a turn on factor there of like ooh, my husband's a badass i don't know what he does but he does bad things that's cool <laughs> Well, she does. She does kind of like bad men, or she she's attracted to kind of the bad boy. I would I would say, um, I, ladies or or gentlemen out there, did anybody get a count on how many times they made Bash take off his shirt tonight? Because it was a lot. I just felt like every scene he walked in, they had him take off his shirt. Mm-hmm. Phil, well, what are you saying? <laughs> Phil took off his shirt earlier in the shirts? studio today. He's like, Keaton, I'm about to take off my shirt to change into my new rain shirt, and I was like, okay, Phil. There's <laughs> pictures online. Yeah, just just, just wait, look at wait. Them. Oh gosh, uh, yeah, a lot, but you know, Torrance is looking good. He's obviously pumping the iron. Yeah. You guys, this is this is not as much fun when Finia is not here to help me, like you know, fan girl a little bit. Oh my god, Torrance. <laughs> Okay, we're okay. That, that's moving on. Moving on. We'll, we'll actually talk about what you guys' favorite people, the royal bros. You guys want to get into nice. that topic? We Absolutely. got a, we had a lot of royal bro action. It was the best. And they even, are back. They even introduced a second set of royal I know, bros. I know. I want like a face off of royal bros. Like the. <laughs> yeah, that's all I want. I want like a <laughs> just showdown, a duel, perhaps. Right. You know. It was it was it was it was so last year when when they were kind of facing off it was so intense and now it's intense because they're both you know last year they used to give the death stare to each other now in tandem they can give it to anybody else they are throwing shade they were throwing shade this whole episode and the greatest mm. line was from Francis when he said to him like uh, listen yes it was bash not only that I do know about it <laughs> so what are you gonna do about it yeah so I mean throughout the main kind of Force, I guess, Bash and Francis were kind of fighting against this episode was the Vatican, the Vatican, and uh, mainly the Cardinal who is there, and uh, he's still trying to seek out all the Protestants, and they're they're concerned that the all the Protestants that were hung, kind of for breaking and entering uh, the castle and obviously attacking the queen and all of that stuff. They were all had this brand on them, the the mark of the the dark horseman. Am I right? Am I correct? Uh, and so the basically the the cardinal is like let's just kill everybody with the brand they're all you know and they're trying to explain bash is like no we can't just kill everybody who had the brand because not everybody who had the brand was a part of the people who stormed into the castle because for example conde has the brand and uh was not a part of that storming the castle yeah it's you know it, it, it's one of those things especially when you brand people um Whenever you subject people, when, whenever you try to classify people into if they're this, if they're this, then they're not this, or whatever, you know, uh, especially like just in a dichotomy, it, it never ends well. You, right. You know, it just throughout history, you can call it ethnic cleansing or you can call it the Holocaust. It just, <laughs> neither term works. It's not good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like this, the, the Protestant Catholic battle is going to be going on that's kind of going to be the major issue i mean it's it's that's been kind of going on all season but, but i feel I, like that's going I, I to escalate like, I like even that we're, more i like that we're um because i like for the first time 
we are stepping against the, the the Vatican in the sense, you know, and and it's one of those things they've they've done a really good job of highlighting that everyone fears the Vatican and that no one stepped up. Um, and so, if you could do it in the right way, which you know, I think Francis is finally as as boyish as he was in the first part of the season, as helpless he was, he's finally gaining that momentum to be able to to a certain extent be able to take on the Vatican which is no right. small task and, and I think he will succeed by the end of the season that's a really good point and I think he did it the right way too I mean he sort of outsmarted the whole system and brought it back into a way into his control I mean it wasn't torturing someone for the answers it was sort of circumventing with this whole master plan um, kind of puppeteering which is great to see that he, you know, had that whole thing, like, mapped out. He kind of reminded me a little bit of Catherine this episode, just with kind of... It was almost like a game of chess, and he was three three moves ahead. Um, and I, But I don't think he could have done it without Bash. I think having Bash there, now that Mary's not there, is... I think it's, it's allowed his head to clear a little bit, and allowed him... I think he now has something that he's fighting for that he's already lost... So he's trying to to get Mary back, and he's he said a couple of times this episode how you know he wants to be the king, the man that she married, and the king that like she knows he can be, and so and 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 I, I like to see that his brother is helping him with that, and he's letting his brother help him help him with that. He's he's asking for help, and he's uh, like allowing that help to happen. So in the, in the sense of Mary, she has that great line, you know, we, we all want to go with our hearts, but ultimately we're judged by our actions. So he's finally stepping into that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Which, I, deep. I, deep, deep thoughts. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, by the end of this episode, even though Bash, because France had to think fast when um, the Cardinal came up to him and had discovered that Bash was actually the one who branded uh, his lover, and Francis, Francis made a quick decision, it was the right decision, and he stood by it. And because he stood by it with strength and he didn't question it, I feel like he got what he wanted, and was able to also protect his brother. So, and, and Conde in a sense when he came back. So, or so we think. And it's one of those things like if, if, you know, uh, if there's any doubt, you just got to go with it because they were like, <clears throat> it, what if he, you know, what if he doesn't, um, truly care about him? And, and then what happens? Is he really going to step up for, for him or is he just going to go off on his own? And so the fact that, you know what, they made that decision, uh, Bash and Francis, no, um, he's gonna, he's gonna stick by this person. And so no matter what we do, we're just gonna, we have to go with that plan. Right. But I like how they did their homework, you know, it wasn't an impulsive decision like, oh, I'm gonna, we, everyone knows that they're lovers, let's just frame them for that. It, you know, they really took their time and figured out a way to prove that their thing was gonna work. Like he knew, based on, on all the questioning and everything with the blanket and what he was giving up, that he was really in love with them. Mm-hmm. And Francis knew, you know, how far, based on his love for Mary, you know, people go for that. Yeah. And you can see, and, and part of it was also the actions. I mean, the first time, as soon as they took him away, um, you know, the, the two of them were so strong against him, saying, you know, this was your plan. Are you going against your word? And that's when, you know, so if you talk about Francis and Bash, they did not blink the entire episode. They knew that he was already blinking right from that get-go. And he, he, you know, he could have re-strategized and things like that and come back strong. But nine times out of ten, as soon as you blink, that's it. And he did. Yeah. Right off the bat. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I I thought I was going to miss Narcisse a lot, which I kind of do because he was was just such a great villain. But... 
I don't know. I like this new side of Francis. I don't. I like seeing Francis not not cower, uh, and I, I I just I'm just fully for this. And I hope I. But I have a feeling this is going to come back and bite them in the butt. I don't think this is the end of kind of. I, I feel oh, like I think this, it's the beginning. This, but I'm this excited. Cardinal's going to come back and like try to and challenge Francis because of what Francis has done. But Even, I think Mary. I think now Mary is ready to accept a certain portion of the burden. So again, now now it could get reversed where Mary's going to do something inexplicable that she's going to protect Francis from, and and I don't know. That's just it could be cool. It doesn't have Conde to go that from. way. Yeah, because yeah. we saw actually we saw it happen this episode when Mary was leaving. Um, she knew that the Vatican was trying to find Conde because obviously he's the most high profile Protestant that is in French court, and he they wanted to check to see if he had that mark. Mary knows he has that mark, so Mary basically sneaks him out of her window and or his his chamber's window and. Uh, hides him in her carriage and goes to his brother's place to try to protect him. Little did she know when she goes to his brother's place that uh, his brother is a sneaky, sneaky kind of Christian gray type uh, <laughs> and uh, likes to throw big parties and uh, also wants to hurt France and uh, hurt Francis's rule and hurt Mary's rule and wants to use Condé to do that. Uh, what did you guys think of our second royal bros? The evil royal yeah. bros. Would you call Conde evil at this well, point? Well, they're not really royal bros because they're not on the same yeah. team. <laughs> royal bros stick together. <laughs> well, who knows? They might end up. I mean, I feel mm. like by the end of this episode, they were kind of on the same team because now Mary knows that Conde loves her, loves her, and Conde also knows that that's kind of his new mission from his brother. That's why you don't Mary's write books. letters, right? Don't put it Paper in writing. Trail. <laughs> or yeah, Sony learned that. <laughs> oh. We're still trying to learn that lesson years from now. Oh, man. Well, yeah, I think Conde was a part of Evil Twin- Team Royal Bros, but when he met Mary, he sort of fell out of it. Um, so I feel like their bond is definitely not as strong, and it's going to And that's the whole thing with the, with the seduction. Um, you know, he, he tried to convert Conde in, in that sort of way, and it... It's one of those that it just, it, you know, that he found pleasure, but it certainly didn't work. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think it's just, I don't think it's just Condé's love for Mary that has kind of changed his mind being at French court. I think it's also his, his relationships and his friendships with, with Bash, with, with Francis, with kind of the, all these people that Mary obviously loves too. So I, and I think Condé is genuinely a good person. He's just, he's trying to fall, like, do what's right, like do what his family wants, and that's that's really kind of hard to fight, especially back in that day. He's trying to do what's best for his family, so I don't know. I, I don't I don't condemn Conde fully yet. His brother though is just a like a freak. <laughs> um, that party was weird, and uh, I think it was. I wanted so bad for Lathan Greer to get picked to go into that. The ocean, seven the minutes lead. in heaven. Seven, it was like basically seven minutes in heaven. I felt like I was like at a high I school I still like party. her in Castle Roy. Why you got it? Like Castle Roy. Castle Roy left her. He's earned the right to be with her. I agree, but he left her. He's gone. She and did not wouldn't... go by his side. Stand by your man, Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> Stand by your man. We well, yeah, no, it was interesting because they built up their romantic relationship actually working so much that 
the last season or last half of the season. It's kind of a shame that they kind of eliminated it at the yeah. end. I mean, now we're sort of back to square one with Greer and Lath, which is fine. It's just I feel like it just now lessens, I just feel bad for Castleroy. But it also lessens like Greer him. because you know she she made that choice. She she was going to stand by him, and, and she made all these sacrifices and. Um, and, and, and took the higher road in some sort of respect, and now kind of going back to this. It's not that I disrespect her, but it, it, I don't look at her quite the same. No, are you kidding me? Like, Greer's the... No, 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 no. Greer is the... Why are you hating on Greer? Because Castle Roy left her. She tr- she tried to do right by her husband. She did, and then she there's wanted that- her to come with. He was like, I, "Let's do this." No, and he did. Like, no, he didn't want her to come. Yes, he did. Watch the episode. He did. He didn't. He I did. Thought, I oh, thought he, he did. Said, <laughs> yeah, he expected her to come, and she was like, "I can't come with you." And he was like, "What?" I thought he pieced out without her. I'm thinking of an earlier episode. I'm no! sorry. No. Oh my How god. How dare you? I'm sorry, guys. Keaton has yeah. had a lot of. You guys, history. I have a lot of notes. I have a lot of notes. Not notes, history, and, and she's been scarred in the wrong ways, and it's unfortunate she, <laughs> she transpires just, these I things. I love Jonathan the- Coutts, and I, <laughs> I just want him and Gre- I want Lathan and Greer to be together. I know. I love Don Castleroy, too. I know. I'm such a hypocrite. I go back and forth. <laughs> I, but I don't, like, I'm sorry. To Greer wanted to stay with Mary, especially after what happened. I respect that. She needed to stay with her friend. And we saw in this episode especially that she was a pivotal part of Mary's kind of first step in whatever process she needs to take to get over this extremely traumatic experience. I'm going to call you out. Let's talk about the scene when they're in the carriage, which is actually a very nice scene. Who should be rolling her eyes, right, JB, except for Keaton? Explain yourself. Because I thought... Correct me. If, it was a I, it was a beautiful it was a scene. Very nice scene, but there was so much so action, 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 and then all of a sudden it was like <sighs> in a in a carriage. Why? Why? That's good. I, we no, need to. I loved the scene between those two up. earlier too. I liked the scene earlier of them talking. What did you one. like about the carriage scene? I don't know. Something seemed they, off. You know, because you know, for, for uh, the fact that you know uh, Greer didn't quite do much because you know she was letting Mary vent, and Mary was like, you know, things were things have gotten so complicated. We need to co- uncomplicate them and whatever else. And so that was a beautiful scene, and I respect it because <laughs> because if you're uh, you know what's nice about it if you're in this point in time the writing's great because you're kind of reminded of where we've been in season one where we're at currently in season two and, and so kind of where we yeah where we're going so we needed that moment uh, I'm not arguing that we didn't need that moment it just wasn't my favorite part of the episode okay haters <laughs> haters gonna hate okay and haters gonna hate what do, I, do you not agree with the what happened out of the scene like in no, terms I, of Mary's I, headspace I absolutely agree but I think it was so important that like I don't think she could have gotten to that point obviously yes Mary is strong she is but I think it it's very helpful to have a close female confidant when you've been through something like that well, there to support you. Of course. Thus, I feel like Greer made the right decision by staying by her friend's side in Mary's time of need, of huge need. Lola has a freaking baby. Kenna is banging bash. Like She, she wishes. Needs- <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess they did at they, the beginning. But. They were banging. So... I I I don't blame Greer for not going with Castle Roy. After all the craziness that just happened, I don't blame her and I don't condemn her for doing that. But, but see, in, in the, within the writing, within the storyline of her and Laith, 
I enjoy seeing the sexual tension grow between them again. I don't mm. hate it. I like it. It's one of those okay? things where you say, hey, listen, I cannot go with you at the moment because of, just trust me on this. I will meet up with you in six months. But can, can, this is all I want to say. I think the the best uh, the best line of the entire episode was when Laith basically like tells Greer, you need to stop being jealous. And she's like, what are you talking about? And he's just like, you need to stop being jealous because your jealousy only gives me hope. Oh! You're killing me, Johnny Kelts. (laughs) What's a better pickup line than that? Except Narcisse, it it rivals the the Narcisse one where he says, remember um, Lola says to him, you know, don't take that which I haven't yet given you. So you say you will (laughs) give it to me. (laughs) And so, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, the vote on which one is your favorite. I really want to be in the writer's room when you guys are trying to figure out, like, suave, suave comeback lines. Cause that, 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 like, kind of fit in that time period, too. I just, I just love it. But your jealousy only gives me hope. That's a good one. How many guys who get put in the, like, put in the friend zone and then when they start dating somebody, like, want to tell the girl who they were once in love with that? Phil, you said that you tell girls that all the time, right? Hmm? <laughs> Our girls. <laughs> I say what? Oh, man. Um, So I think let's talk a little bit before we kind of wrap it up here. Um, Kind of the relationship between Mary and Francis and kind of how that evolves uh, in this episode. And then kind of ends with, well, Phil. Here's what they got right. (laughs) I feel feel like JV's going to share this sentiment. Um, I feel like a lot in life... Two people really care about each other, and but they never they never quite sync up of when they're mad at each other, mm-hmm. and so they always get caught in the worst of actions all the time, <laughs> and so it just looks really really bad on both their parts, and never can the two find an equilibrium. And this is uh, you're just talking about, Mary and, and, and this is as such because Mary comes back in and uh, she sees. I thought she was going to see something much worse, but yeah. luckily, you know, they, it's they, pretty bad. But it's it's not as bad, bad as it could have been. It's Lola, the baby, and Francis yes. in bed, and Wait, she's yeah, like, "It's not bad." I just think it made the way it made Mary feel was sort of the opposite of what she was trying to build up. I mean, the, in the carriage scene, she was like, "Did I make a mistake? Like, I think I should give Francis another chance." And she was, she was thinking, pumped. She was like, yeah, yeah. we're going to do this, Francis. <laughs> I just held Condé's hand when he got branded, and now I can touch people. Right. Like, well, I mean, she, she had turned a corner, and yeah, she, was she was ready, ready to you know, start seeing if there was a chance where she could get back on track and, and they could build something again. Um, and to walk into that, it sort of shut that down, which is so disappointing. It's like it's so Romeo and Juliet, you know, like they yeah. just... Miss each other. And the it's Rain just Riders, the you worst do this to us. And again, the, the, you know what? And, and to, to add on to my statement, the obvious could have been them making love or whatever else, but the fact that it was, it's the baby. It's, it's, the, it's not them in bed, no, it's, it's the, baby. the fact it's like that it's the baby. She can't, like, that's an obstacle she can't overcome. Like, yeah. They are a family. I mean, it's not obviously the most orthodox way, but they're a family unit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not something like she can't kill her best friend or her husband's child. I mean, and and it's worse even, you know, even if she could, it doesn't give her that. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what what, what sense of satisfaction Can it would I, never bring. I 
I we do this almost every episode, but this is just reminding me of giving a shout out to the costume department for Rain because obviously everything looks stunning this episode. But but the honorable mention goes to the dress that Mary was wearing when she was sitting in front of the stained glass window. It was kind of the first time I think we we see her in her chambers and Francis comes in. That dress kind of. Uh, just mirrored the the stained glass that was behind her, and it was so beautiful. Oh my gosh, it was like white and had the black. And Phineas not here to kind of goo goo gaga over these beautiful dresses and fashion Ooh, with uh. me. Um, <laughs> but I know you fans out there, you saw that dress and you know how beautiful it was. And if you know who designed that dress, like tweet at me, whatever. Like I want to know. I think JB and I will applaud the costume department for taking away some of the clothes. Yeah, I was gonna sometimes say, less you is more. Kenna's outfit. <laughs> In the first scene, <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Like, well, do you know what else is? I, I've noticed this a lot more because I follow... Uh, they're called Untamed Petals. Um, they're a... They do, like, the crowns that you see a lot of them wear. Not all the crowns that the girls wear are Untamed Petals, but they're actually based here in Los Angeles in Culver City, and you can go on their website and actually buy those things yourself and wear the same crowns that Mary and her ladies are wearing. And they're beautiful. The the kind of starburst one... Uh, that was one that I've I've definitely seen on their website, uh, but check it out and follow them on Instagram. Their stuff is really really pretty. Like if you have a wedding coming up or something, any any event, why why do you need an excuse to wear a crown? <laughs> Let's be real. Because <laughs> it's Thursday, it's crown day. I know Fania has all of our crowns. That's why we don't have ours on. Yeah, Fania is out for like three to four weeks. I know, and I'm crownless. <laughs> It's very sad. Um, so I think the so the last thing obviously we see in the episode before we rewrap this up is Mary rocks in on Lola and Lola and Francis sleeping with the baby. But Lola and Francis's kind of relationship, I don't know if it really went anywhere this episode, but I felt like they just they they went through like a real like parent situation together with this baby crying. And Francis has nobody else to lean on. So but I mean, like, let me ask you this is anything wise. more flirty than like Kind of dealing with it because because uh, Lola cannot get this baby to stop crying, and then Francis takes it and he's like, "See, it only needed me, or maybe I just tired it out for you." <laughs> like, I mean, at that point, is that sexy talk or is that just talk? I don't know. I don't think that's sexy talk. Mm. I think that's Francis being like, "I'm a king, and you don't even know what I just did in the other room." But then I made this baby stop crying too. What? Like, he's feeling really cool right now. Okay. Well, I mean, they both have so much on their plate. Like, we saw Lola, she basically collapsed and passed out because she was so exhausted caring for the baby. Francis is obviously putting out fires and taking care of business in the castle. You know, they really, you know, I, I guarantee they also have, like, a full staff helping them do everything. Lola, but, but Lola's consistency has been she's never let the staff in. Mm-hmm. Right. She kind of reminds me of, like, the current, like, uh, Princess Catherine... Uh, Middleton, uh, you know Prince William and the the, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. They're yes, like they're Kate, like those known. People. They're yes, like known the, for like not them. like having a ton of help. Uh, sorry, I'm just. I love the royals. <laughs> but yeah, um, is there anything else that we missed from this week's episode? I'm sure there's a ton. There's a lot that happened. I'm sure, but the, uh, you fans will let us know. You will let us know. Yeah, let's continue the convo on YouTube. Yeah. You guys ready for the first Castle Corner of the year? First yes. Castle Corner of 2015. Still, we let's need, like, do music it. for Castle Corner, like trumpets, dun 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 or something. Dun, 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 castle Corner! I don't 
hate the harpsichord, that's but I kind of hate it. That's pretty good. But, <laughs> no. Okay, I'll, I'll deal with the harpsichord. Thank you. Thank you for the harpsichord. Uh, so, today on Castle Corner, uh, we're doing a castle that um, you guys have seen in many of my favorite shows. Probably your favorite shows, too. If you like Rain, you probably like these other shows, too. I don't know. But this castle has been seen in Game of Thrones. It has been seen in my... Uh, the other show I do the Afterbuzz hosting for, Outlander. It has also been seen in Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So uh, this castle has been used a lot to film that. But it's actually in Scotland. It's called uh, Dune Castle, D-O-U-N-E. If I'm pronouncing that wrong, please let me know. There's the beautiful, nice. beautiful Dune Castle. Um it's uh, basically uh, located in central Scotland. Uh, it basic, Dune Castle was originally built in the 13th century and uh, damaged in the Scottish Wars of Independence. So, Braveheart, anybody? Uh, it's been around for that long. It's it's seen a lot of different battles, uh, even through a lot of the different wars in Scotland. Uh, the Jacobite Risings, if anybody reads or see, watches Outlander. But uh, my favorite thing, I mean, it's it's gone through many different hands. It's uh, belonged to the royalty of the royalty of Scotland for a while, but now it is maintained by Historic Scotland. And um, yeah, in Game of Thrones, it was used as Winterfell. Yes, the House of Stark. Uh, and really? Yeah, right. yeah. You see that? There it is. There it is. Awesome. Look at that. See, I'm getting pictures this year, you guys. Um, in yes, Out- visual aids. In the Outlander series, it was used uh, as. Um, oh my god, as Castle Leoc, Leoc, or which is the huge main, main place, uh, where a lot of the story takes place in season one of Outlander Stars. So if you're having a Droughtlander, watch Rain. Um, and, uh, also in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, it was used a ton. Uh, if you remember that scene, a lot of the, uh, a lot of interior shots, uh, or scenes were also filmed in the castle. So it's been used a lot and it's also really, really old and really, really awesome. And you can go visit it too. You can have your wedding there. Uh, it's beautiful. Is the number one attraction for a castle always, um, uh, weddings? Is that like a thing? No. Like is that the wedding, wedding, number one so, number one pretty pretty ball? I, I mean, I'm just gonna say I kind of want to have my wedding at a castle. Who wouldn't want come to my castle, <laughs> king of the castle? I don't know. <laughs> Do people? Is it a residence as well? Do you know? No, it's okay. not. It's 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 owned by Scotland, and obviously, it can be rented out for uh, you know for filming, filming and also um, for different events, and then you can tour it and stuff. I don't know if like you can rent out private rooms or anything, but check it out. Uh, it's a. I mean, it's so cool because obviously. There's, you know, it Monty Python film there, you guys. So it's gonna always have yeah, that. Monty but, Python. I mean, it is Winterfell. Yeah, it's Winterfell. <laughs> like, come on, it's Winterfell, and it's also Castle Leoc, which I'm a huge Outlander fan. And you guys, I, I, I don't want to geek out about Outlander too much right now because I'm on the Rain After Show. Uh, anyways, that is my Castle Corner for you this week. Thank you so much to Bree, because next week I'm going to have a lot easier time. Um, I'm just going to go through, through the book. We're going to go chapter yeah. by chapter. Chapter <laughs> by chapter. And I'm going to know so much information about these castles. Uh, do you guys have predictions really, really quick? And now, you're after Buzz TV. They've made uh they they've brought everything to a singularity between Conde and, uh, and, and Francis, so... It's going to be interesting if they fully resolve everything next week or if it's going to actually continue. 
I think they're going to drag it out a little bit more. We have many episodes to come. Um, I mean, the way that this episode ended, it didn't seem like there's any way for that not to happen. Just because, you know, we know how Condi feels about Mary. She hasn't really said either way. I mean, she knows that she's obligated, obviously, to her marriage. But based off of what she just walked into, you know, she might be sort of more in the confused space. Um, not necessarily pursuing Condé, but, you know, just colder to Francis again. You know, more reserved, more back to the original plan of kind of leading separate lives. Here's, you know, I, I feel like Francis and Mary haven't had this moment in a while, but it's almost like an Aladdin moment where, remember, he says to her, like, do you trust me? And so in this episode, uh, uh, Mary says, you know, when she she wants to, like, save him, she it's almost like, do you trust me? And, like, hey, we got through this together. Whereas mm-hmm. Francis and Mary have not had that moment in a while. And the fact that Fr- Francis was able to solve this without Mary, as great as it is and as, a, as, a, as much of a showcase it is of that Francis is the good guy that he's always said he is, and you know, in terms of that marriage, they weren't partners. I agree. I they almost worked better this episode apart than together. And that's a dangerous That's ground. a very dangerous, Ooh. dangerous ground. And yeah, I, I agree with both of you also that uh just that visual of that family unit I think is really gonna eat away at Mary. And also I mean that I think the fact that the first person who she did allow touch her and did kind of go to to touch Conde and, and make him feel better uh, I think she's still going to have issues with Francis touching her. I th- and, and then Francis is going to see that she can be like closer to Conde. That's going to obviously spark, you know, crazy in Francis. And uh, we said we're going to get some battles. It looked like almost like a lightsaber battle, but like with <laughs> sticks uh, coming up in next week's episode. Just the duel, yeah. And I wonder, I want to know why Mary is in that stunning white dress. Uh, it looked like it was for a much more special occasion than, I mean, obviously she's already always in stunning dresses, but, um, you know, she, we saw her in white in that episode before she, she was raped, and then we saw her, we haven't seen her in white uh, until this episode, and then we're seeing her white again next episode. So I, w- I would love to just be in the costume department's heads and just figure out, you know, what do these colors mean, um. To where she's these resetting. characters are. She's, she's, she's back re- to yeah. purity. I, you know, and I hope I hope that's where she is. But uh, I think Lath and Greer are gonna make a mistake. Or Greer's gonna make mm. a mistake. Why? Uh, I'm torn. You're torn? Really? How do you think Kenna and Bash are gonna handle this this coming up? I think they're gonna be fine. Yeah. Right. I mean, they're they're being honest with each other. I mean. That's the situation. It sucks, but... <laughs> well, everybody, let us know kind of what your predictions are online. Um, remember, rate, comment, do all that fun stuff. And where can we find you guys in this next week? You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JB underscore Zimmerman. And, of course, follow us here at AfterBuzz TV on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Let us know what you're thinking. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Keaton Markey. Thank you, Samantha and Bree, for our wonderful gifts. Ah! Love it. Thanks for watching, guys. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.